Now on Drama on News Talk, Fred O'Connor and Dahi McMahon bring us an original radio play about one man's experience of homelessness in modern Dublin in Belong. Christy, I said I'd get you on back, didn't I? <laughs> You're a good man. I suppose I'll stay for one more, so I can resist anything but temptation. Where are you off to now in such a big hurry, anyway? I'm bringing Fiona to the pictures. But, oh, Fiona Neary? Ah, Jesus, you better drink up fast, so don't want to keep her waiting. Don't worry, I won't. Christy. Christy. <laughs> Come on, wake up. Christy, I have to open up the shop. Sorry, 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 I'll, I'll clear out now. Take your time. I'm not opening up for a few more minutes. Well, no, not at all. I'll be out of your way now. Hang on there a sec. I'll get you a cup of tea. Oh, you're, you're too kind. It's colder today. Feel it coming up from the ground. At least it's dry. The tail put the heat back in me. What was I dreaming about? Oh, yeah. The lads. The pub. Fiona. Here you go. Three sugars, isn't it? Thanks. It is, yeah. God bless you. We nearly have all this packed up now. We'll be out of your way in a second. Ah, you're all right. Can't be angry at a girl for doing her job. Nice of her to give me the tea. Pretty some of the other shopkeepers aren't as nice about it. Ah, here's a good spot. Set the tea down there to sec. You get everything into the bag. Get the heat back in me and walk over to the church when it opens. Sit near a lad. Then make sure young Kevin is okay. But we can only work with what the client's budget allows us. Hey, I was drinking that! Hold on, Terry. Sorry, are you shouting at me? You've kicked over me tea! But what was it doing in the middle of the footpath? I only left it there for a sec. You weren't even looking where you were going. So it's my fault. Well then, allow me to compensate you. What's that? The price of a cup of tea, probably. Keep it, you arrogant little fecker! Hey, watch it! You can't throw coins at me. That's assault. If I wanted to assault you, I'd have hit you already. I'm calling the guards in you for that. I'll ring you back, Terry. Oh, there's one now. Sorry, Garda? Hello, Garda. Oh, for God's sake. She's on her way over now. You can't go throwing things at people. It's disrespectful. Oh, yeah? I can see you know a lot about disrespecting people. Right, so what's the problem here? Is this fella causing you trouble? Yeah, he threw these coins at me in anger, Garda. Oh, for God's sake. Coins? I see. Has he physically attacked you in any way or stolen your property? Not as such, but... I was just about to move on. No trouble from me, Gard. Ah, now, hold on a sec. You can't just let him walk away. Wait a minute there. Sir, are you injured from the coin throwing? No. And have you any witnesses? No. Well, then there's no reason to make anything bigger out of this. Both of you go on your way and we'll leave it at that. Oh, Christ. What's your name? Christy Doyle. I could try not to get in people's way like that, Christy. You got away with it this time. Here, go on now. Yes, guard. 
Here, ha have you enough for a bit of breakfast? Uh, no. No, Gerda, I don't think so. Well, here, take this. And get something hot in your belly. There's a few more coming past now, all in a rush to get to work. All on their phones, tapping on the screen, always tapping away at it. What the hell did they be doing? It's the same as the ones on the bus. All of them staring into that little piece of plastic. Headphones blocking out the world. Must be great, whatever's on it. Now they're digging up the roads again. Must be more money in the country if they can afford another Lewis. And to get a bed or even a cup of tea sometimes, but by all means, lads, let's build another bloody tramline. Dig and dig and dig, and in another ten years, dig it all up again. And the only one that gets rich is the man selling the shovels. Do you have the price of a cup of tea there, sir? Good man, thanks. Let's see now, how am I doing? Hand on three. That'll be enough for now. Might take a little break there, Christy. Have a sleep while you're warm in the sun. Christopher, you're home. Angela? Mommy says dinner will be ready soon. And Daddy's on his way in too. How was school today? Oh, we did a walk in the park. Miss Daly showed us all the different birds. And I saw one of their nests. Yeah? That sounds like fun. And then uh, we, we painted pictures. Look. Oh, lovely. Is that our house? Yeah, yeah. And, and that's Mammy and Daddy. And that's you, beside them out in the garden. And where are you, Angela? That's me there, inside the house. Why are you in there on your own? All the doors are locked. I can't get out. Why did you draw it like that, Angela? Come over to the fire where it's warm. No, I'm fine here. Angela, don't get too close. Stay back, love. I'm all right, Christopher. Christopher? Angela! Christopher! Angela! Did you get her out? Where is she? Here, take Christopher. I'm going back in for her. Hurry, hurry! Angela! Stay with your mother, Christopher! Angela! Can you hear me? Hello? Excuse me. Hello there. We're from the homeless charity. Hiya. Get away from my stuff! I'll give you a box. It's okay, it's okay. I'm only here to help. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were... Never mind. I'm here from the homeless charity. Do you mind if I sit down here for a minute? If you want to. I'm Fiona. What? Fiona. Oh, I'm sorry. You, you just you reminded me of someone. An old friend? Yeah, something like that. Here, I brought you some hot soup and a sandwich if you fancy it. Really? Why? Because that's what we do. We're here to help people in need. Then can you get my bloody flat back? You lost your home, did you? Yeah, lost. I used to live right here in this building behind me until Pascal, the greedy fecker of a landlord, threw us all out. 
I still come here because it feels like home to me, I suppose. Thanks for the soup. It's lovely. And did you try and get social welfare to help? Social welfare? Yeah. Good one. The housing list is years long. They tried to get me to fill out forms and go meet this person and that person and fill out more forms. I wasn't up to it. My depression kept getting in the way. My God. That's tough. I can't imagine trying to sort out that crisis and dealing with depression at the same time. Well, they couldn't afford to see me counsellor on or afford me antidepressants. And the rents all went through the roof as well. Even if I could get a job again, I'd need thousands just to get me foot in the door. No one even gives a shite about me and me problems. Not the government. Not any of these feckers who pass me by every day. Makes me wonder why I even bother going on. I mean, would anyone even notice? I would. Yeah. I care, and I can help you if you want. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, first... There's a drop-in centre just off Patrick Street and you can get help with your mental illness. You can also get some food and a shower. I'd say based on your age and condition, you'd qualify for long-term residency and support. Yeah, right. They're jammed these days. How lads like me are at the back of the queue. Look, I know it can be very tough to get going again, but I can help you every step of the way. I'd put your name down on the list if you like and we'll take it from there, OK? OK, yeah. Thanks. Doyle is my name. Christopher Doyle. Okay, Christopher. That's great. Listen, I have to get moving and check on some other people in the area. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Listen, thanks for the chat. It's nice to talk to someone who cares. You're very welcome. Oh, hey, you wouldn't happen to have seen a young lad about your height. Slim, dark hair. He begs around here a lot. I haven't seen him in a couple of days and I'm getting worried. Who, Kevin? Yeah, that's him. Yeah, he was picked up by the guards yesterday, I heard. I don't think it was anything too serious, but you might want to check Pierce Street Guard Station. We will. Thanks. Oh, no. What's he done now? Hello? Hello? Is there anyone back there? Can I help you? Yeah, hello, guards. Christy, isn't it? I'm here to check on a friend of mine that was taken in last night. Well, what's his name? Kevin. Yeah? But, but Kevin what? I don't know. Right, wait a minute. I'll check and see if anyone's still here for the night shift. Thank you, guard. Oh, hello, guard Connolly. I didn't think you'd still be around. Just finishing up. We still have Kevin Deegan in custody. It's not anything bad, is it? I thought you might be letting him out soon. Yeah, we're not charging him this time, Christy. We'll let him out once he sobers up. Come back in around 11, I'd say. Thanks, Gard. He's not a bad fella, in general. He's had it rough, you know? Yeah. He's definitely not the worst I've come across. But you have to talk some sense into the boy, Christy. He can't be harassing people at ATMs like that, especially women. I'll make sure he knows. And he should know better than to argue with the Garda. I'd have let him go if he calmed down when I asked him. I mean... I try to be fair with you lot, but I have my job to do, you know. It won't happen again, Gard. I'm trying to get him somewhere he can get off the drugs. I'll keep him away from the rough crowd till then. Oh, yeah? Anyone in particular? Uh, no, uh, no one I know by name, anyway. Right, fair enough. Listen, Christy, I probably won't be here when you get back. 
Tell whoever's here later you were talking to me, okay? I will. Thanks for your help, Gerd. Welcome back to the show. Send us your texts and tweets if you want to be part of the conversation. Now, before the break, we were talking about our many housing issues. To a lot of people in this country, homelessness and house prices are two very different issues. You disagree, Neve. I do. Because they may affect different people, but they're very closely connected. Both are the result of this government ignoring the lack of supply in the residential sector. High employment in Dublin City is a good thing, right? But large numbers of people working and living here has driven up rents to record levels. Fewer and fewer people can afford to move on from renting into houses of their own. Uh, the rent increases ripple down the accommodation chain from salaried professionals down to, to low-income workers and the unemployed, pushing the most vulnerable people out of the system and then into homelessness. Yes, but would you agree that tighter mortgage lending rules have helped curb price rises and the Help to Buy scheme seems to be incentivising developers to build more housing estates? Yeah. Look, Sarah, anything that has a positive long-term impact is welcome. And I have defended the mortgage lending rules from the opposition benches, but this is too big a problem to be solved by market forces alone. This government is sticking to an out-of-date spatial strategy, building ever more office blocks and hotels in the city centre and more housing estates in the commuter belt. Well, what's out of date about it? Are you saying people don't need three-bed semis anymore? No, I'm not, but I'm far from it. They're just focusing on them too much as if that's all the residential property market needs. Right, the more people settle out in the commuter counties, the more pressure that puts on transport, on the environment and on quality of life. Now, I do agree with you there. We've talked on this show repeatedly about the impact of long commutes on family life. We have, and we should be building more affordable, higher capacity apartment buildings close to the city centre. Look, we need more social housing for those on low incomes and proper emergency accommodation for the homeless. Look at the polling data, Sarah. Housing is one of the most important issues for voters right now. This government's lack of will to tackle the problem will be punished at the ballot box. In our last session, you talked a bit about your anxiety, Christy. How have you been doing? Taking the bit of time off work helped. The pressure of the job got to me a lot. I still get anxious around people I don't know and a bit panicky if I'm overloaded, you know. The thought of going back in and facing the customers still scares me. That's understandable, Christy. Everyone has a hard time dealing with stress at one time or another. People with traumatic events in their childhood, as you have had, often relive the trauma without realising it. This last bout of anxiety and depression is probably a symptom of that. I can feel things improving, though. The antidepressants took a little time, but they're making a difference now. And I tried the meditation you taught me a few times. It's helping me focus when my mind gets too busy with thoughts and fears about the future. Sometimes I can stop the panicky thoughts before they get hold of me. That's great to hear, Christy. This is all about learning how to break old habits and form new ones. And are you getting regular exercise? Oh, yeah. yeah. I get out for long walks by the sea whenever I can, but... But? I get lonely, you know, especially when I'm out walking by the sea. I... I think about Fiona a lot, if we were still together. I know that's silly of me. 
It's okay, Christy. We talked before about moving on to another stage in your life, remember? You can grow from the experience with Fiona. Learn from what you did in that relationship so you don't repeat it in the future. I'll try to do that. And... And I still miss Angela too. You had no control over losing Angela. You were only a child and she was your sister. Do you still have nightmares about the fire? Yeah, I do. The odd time, yeah. It still plays on my mind. I keep blaming myself for it. For everything. None of it is your fault. You have to realise that. It's only human to grieve for those we've lost, but we all need to get to a place where that grief isn't stopping us from living our lives. Listen, my boss is asking me when I can come back into work. He's already said he can't keep the job open for me indefinitely. I don't think I can go back to work yet. I don't want to slide back from where I've got to. I, I think if I just have a bit more time to get things straight, I'd feel more confident going back in, you know? Would you be able to give me a cert for the social? Someone told me there was an illness benefit. I feel embarrassed even asking. I think I can get rent allowance as well. I just have to get my landlord, Pascal, to agree to it. Of course. And don't be embarrassed about being on social welfare. We all need a little help from time to time. Yeah, thanks, Anne. I appreciate it. You'll need to go to your GP to get your prescription refilled, but I'll email her recommending you stay on the same medication. You seem to be responding well to it. Yeah, I think so. I'm not up and down as much as before. They tend to settle you down so you don't get severe highs or lows. They're not meant to be a permanent solution, but they give you a cushion so you have room to work on yourself. Thanks again, Anne. I really don't know what I would have done without this. What's you up to there, bud? Are we getting new locks or what? Don't ask me. I'm just doing my job. You make a big enough job, Pascal. It is. I want the whole place gutted as soon as possible, Paddy. You can start on the empty flat this week. Strip it right back to the bare walls. Pascal? And, and you have the plan and approved already. Uh, uh, sorry, Pascal. Pascal? Yes, all approved for the two-bedroom units. We'll get three apartments out of these six bedsits. There's plenty to be made now with the demand the way it is, and... I'll have more work for you when I start converting the other building. <laughs> Sounds great. Let's have lunch and I'll show you the new layouts. Pascal, sorry, sorry, Pascal. Oh, uh... Christy Doyle. I, I live in 2B. Oh, right, yes, of course. Did you sign that form I sent you about my rent allowance? Form? What form? The form. I need you to sign it so I can get help with my rent. Oh, yes, well, none of that matters now, Christy. Why not? Didn't you hear? Hear what? Christ. Deirdre was supposed to drop around and tell you. We're converting the bedsits into apartments. You have until the end of the month to move out. You can't just... Where will I go? I've lived here for 12 years. Come on, Christy. You're living in Bald's Bridge. You can't expect a free ride in D4. But can I move back in after the renovations? Uh, on rent allowance. Not a chance. What about my rights? I have the right to make renovations. I'm not running a charity here, Christy. I'm sure you'll find somewhere better suited to your means. It's easy for you to say. Hello? Yes, they put me on hold a while ago. Is this the housing officer? Yes, that's right. 
Christy Doyle, 54, single. Kids? No kids. So yeah, like I was saying, I'm being turfed out of my flat by the landlord and I can't find anywhere to live that I can afford. I was trying to apply for rent allowance here. And what? Are there no more bedsits? I don't need anywhere big. I've lived in them all my life, nearly. Oh, right. So what are my options? Is there social housing or something like that? Five years? I mightn't even live that long. Relations? Um, no. N not in Ireland, anyway. So you've no way of finding me in my own place? Oh, well, I see. Yeah, emergency hostels. But is that like a dorm? Is that safe? Will I still be able to see my counsellor, Anne, if I'm living there? Right, yeah, no, not your department, yeah. I have to fill in a different application. I, I drop down to your office, so I'm not good at keeping track of all these different forms. Oh, okay, thanks. Thanks for your help. Oh, Christ. What the hell am I going to do? Everyone has somewhere to be. Something not to be late for. Someone to see. So did I before today. The job gone and now the flat. The anchors of my old life. I held on by my fingernails as long as I could, but in the end, it only took a breeze to knock me down. And I landed here. Wet and cold and forgotten. No fixed abode, back of the queue, one bag only, just the essentials. Everything else in the charity shop. I'm sure it'll do someone some good, someday. The rest in the skip. Christ, I cannot see myself sleeping out in this rain tonight. Maybe I'll chance one of those hostels. You're listening to Belong on Drama on News Talk. How can I help you? Yeah, uh, how are you? Um, I have nowhere to stay the night. I just got evicted from my flat. Well, you're in luck, because we have a spare bed tonight. Oh, really? That's good. What's the name? Christy Doyle. Nice to meet you, Christy. I'm Dermot. Sorry I have to ask, but have you any alcohol on you? No. Any drugs? No. Um, yes, I... Uh... I'm down to my last few antidepressants. Does that count? Just mind that. Come on, let's get you sorted. Thank you. Now, you'll be in the men's dorm with 15 others. There's a locker next to your bed. I'd recommend that you put anything important in there. OK. Now, breakfast is at 8 a.m. Then you can get washed up before you vacate the building. Unfortunately, our budget doesn't cover long stays, just overnights. But if you need help with those services, I can point you in the right direction. Now, here we are. Toilets and showers are just down the corridor. All right, so, good night, Christy. Thanks, good night. Sorry, sorry, excuse me, lads. Hell yeah. Home sweet home, eh? Breakfast is being served downstairs. Christy, can 
wait to join us. Thank you. Where's my bag? Where's my bag? Have you seen you? Have you seen my bag? Have you seen? Has anybody seen my bag? Oh, for God's sake! I had my bag right here when I went to bed. Is everything all right, Kristen? I've been robbed. Were your belongings in the locker? No, I, no, I just fell asleep. It's all right. We'll try to find your things. Can you tell me what you had in the bag? I, uh, I had um, my few bob, my last few antidepressants, um, my pictures, my... Uh, oh, Jesus. Angela, that's the only picture I had of her. Oh, Jesus. Christy, wait. We can help you. Scumbags. I thought we were all in the same boat, and they steal from me. No one to look out for you now. No family. Then again, you did live in a perfect family. Before the fire, that is. Why are you so careless, Christy? Any spare change? Hey, mister, any spare change? Huh? Oh, uh, let me see. Sorry, son. Uh, I haven't any. Yeah, you do. We can see it in your hand. Yeah, but it's my last. It's not going spare. Sake, man. So you're homeless, too? No. I mean, yeah. I suppose I am. You don't look it. Really? Nah, you're all clean and shaved and all. Your shoes still have laces on them, you posh gay. Oh, I'm sorry. I... I, I... Will you sit down and keep me company then, posh boy, before someone thinks you're a drug dealer? By the way, are you a drug dealer? No! Shite, that's a pity. I tell you, it would have been nice to have some. Some what? Some drugs, you muppet. Sorry, any spare change there? Sorry, love, any spare change? Come here. If you're homeless, why have you no sleeping bag or nothing? Some bollocks robbed all my stuff in the hostel. Ah, that's shite. Sorry, man. And to a man your age. I have a spare here for really cold nights, you can borrow it. Thanks. Sorry, I don't know your name. Kevin and you. Christy. Nice to meet you, Christy. Likewise. So how did you end up here? On the streets? Yeah. Ah, Christ, that's a long story. I suppose I was born on the streets almost. My mum was an addict. She had me, but she couldn't keep me, and my dad fecked off, so I went into foster care. What was that like? Uh, they let some awful types look after children. Some of them are grand, but there was others that like to hit children and do other things to children. Do we have to talk about this? No. Sorry, Kevin. I, I was just making conversation. Uh, it's all right. They just passed me from home to home till I was about 16. Then I said, feck it. I just look after myself. Well, people with families don't understand what it's like when you only have yourself. They don't know the feeling of having no roof over your head. I see them looking at me when I put the needle in my arm. And they'd be doing the same thing as me if they were out here every night. They'd be crapping in their pants and looking for anything to take all the worries away. Christ's sake. Sorry, miss. Any spare change? Ah, oh, thank you, love. You're a star. Thank you. Ha, <laughs> two euro. That's a pretty good score. So that was the government's point of view on the matter. What's your position on it, Fiona? We can see changes on the ground at the charity I work for, but the improvements are slow to make themselves felt. Overnight hostels and hotel bedrooms are not a long-term solution to our homeless crisis. 
but they are being used as one. Some of our listeners would say they're lucky to have a hotel room at the taxpayer's expense. Come on, would you like to raise your children in a hotel room? Nowhere to cook them a meal, doing their homework on the floor. Lots of them live in fear of being turfed out and moved on at any time. Do you know what that kind of uncertainty does to people? Yes, but we are in an emergency. It was an emergency four years ago. Now it's best described as policy. So are you saying they should be left to fend for themselves on the streets? You know I'm not. My point is, the amount of money spent funding expensive private sector solutions like hotels could be channelled into long-term solutions. Hotels are good at keeping homelessness out of sight where it can't embarrass the government, but they're not a solution. I'd even go so far as to say they create new problems. We also pray for all the faithfully departed that the Lord Jesus will draw them closer to him. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. Lord, I give thanks for the Church of the Immaculate Conception. I pray that they always turn the rads on first thing in the morning. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. Let me also say thanks for Father Meehan's endless masses, that they keep me out of the cold as long as possible, and that he might start giving out tea and biscuits instead of communion, huh? Lord, Lord hear us. Lord, hear us. I'm not the only one coming in out of the cold. That woman there with her son and daughter, I know the look, tiredness and stress on her face, their whole life in a few backpacks. I've made my mistakes to help get me here, but Jesus, what have they done? Lord, And we also pray for strength in the face of adversity, that we can offer up all our suffering to heaven. Lord, hear us. Offer up our suffering? What does that even mean? Does hardship really go on your balance sheet, God? Does the hunger and cold of those children add up to something? Or is it just another lie we tell ourselves to make it seem like there's a point to all this? And now we offer one another a sign of peace. No one's in a rush to shake a homeless man's hand. No surprise there. Peace be with you. Oh, peace be with you. Oh, nice old lady. Must be a bit mad if she's shaking my hand. Better get outside straight after communion. Might get a few quid once these ones are leaving. Any spare change, bud? Come on, and would you have the price of a cup of tea, mate? Would you have the price of a cup of tea, love? No answer. They won't even look at me. Spare change, please? Shame. Not even a glance. Are they afraid to look at me? Do I make them feel guilty, I wonder? Price of a cup of tea there, love? Am I invisible or something? All the people on the streets. It was big news there for a while. Everyone wanting to help out. But no one can keep that up forever. There she goes with the two little ones now. What kind of a place is this that can rebuild half a city and not put a roof over their little heads? That's it. Half a city only. Not a place in it for everyone, but space nonetheless. Any spare change there, please? God bless you, love. Thank you. Best of intentions, but nothing changes. Everyone has their own patch to worry about. Oh, here's that old one from earlier. Might be a few quid in this. God bless you, ma'am. Safe home. Here. 
I have something special for you. Hold on a minute. Oh, here's a few quid. If it's a fiver, I'll have enough, I reckon. Here you are. It's a miraculous medal. It'll keep you safe on the cold nights. That's, um, very thoughtful of you. Thanks, ma'am. Have faith in the Lord. It's all part of his plan. Thank you. Ah, oh, bollocks. We'd have preferred the fiver. But at least she took the time, I suppose. Looks like she was the last of them, too. Yeah, well, time to move on. Hello, guard. I'm here about my friend Kevin. Uh, Deegan. Kevin Deegan. Oh, right. The young fella you were asking about earlier. Yeah. Garda Connolly said you might be letting him out around now. Yeah, we did. What? We let him go half an hour ago. He's already gone, you mean? I told him to hang on for you, but he wouldn't stay. I couldn't hold him any longer. But did you see where he went, even? No, but he did seem like he was in a hurry. Change for a hostel. Can you change there, love? Tara, Tara, come here to me. Have you seen Kevin? Christy, who are you? Who are you asking me? Have you seen Kevin this morning? Kevin, the young fella? Yeah, they let him out of Pier Street in the last hour. Have you seen him? No, sorry, Christy. He, he tried over at the shelter. He might have gone there for a cup of tea. I'm on my way there now. Well, if we see him, I'll tell him you were looking for him. Thanks, Tara. What's wrong? Is he owe you money or something? No. Just trying to keep me out of trouble. You know yourself. Keep him clear of Dino. He's already out offering. How are you, Christy? Is everything okay? How are you, Dermis? Uh, not really. You haven't seen Kevin this morning, have you? The young lad with the black hair? Yeah. I was in here with him a few days ago. You might have seen him then. I'm afraid I haven't seen him today. But he might turn up yet. I suppose. Are you all right, Christy? You look worried. Well, I just want to keep an eye on him, you know. Well, I can see about getting the two of you in here tonight. I think we still have a few beds. Oh, you're a star, Dermot. After last night, I could do with a warm bed. Let me get the book. You don't know Kevin's last name, do you? Deegan. Oh, I see a note here that you've been assigned a room at Nicholas House by your community welfare officer. What? Really? Yeah, they're expecting you this evening, as a matter of fact. A place just opened up, but you're very lucky. Fiona. Fiona, one of the charity workers that gives out the soup said she'd look into it for me. Oh, God bless her. Well, look, it's just Kevin that needs the bed for tonight, then. Right, so. I'm going to go have a look for Kevin. If he comes back here, tell him to wait for me, right? Will you do that for me? If I see him, I'll let him know, Christy. soup and another sleeping bag. It's freezing and it's supposed to get even colder tonight. Oh, thanks, Fiona. Hey, come here. Did you sign me up for a long-term residential unit? Yeah, I had a word with someone over there about you. Why? I'm after finding out I just got a place. Really? That's brilliant. And so quick. Yeah, just lucky, I suppose. Well, I'm taking that as a sign. 
Sign of what? I don't know. Better things ahead, maybe? <laughs> Let's hope so. Here. Did I ever tell you I used to know someone called Fiona? I knew her a long time ago. What was she like? She was the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. We used to go to the pictures together. And then the pub, when we got older. Fiona didn't love the drink, though. But she put up with it. She was always a social girl. Loved being around people. She never had a bad word to say about anyone. Where is she now? I don't know. Happy somewhere, I hope. You should look her up. Huh? No. That door closed a long time ago. I should know. I'm the idiot who slammed it. I used to be fond of a drink, you know? Fiona didn't like that side of me, though. She started leaving me in the pub with the lads. Said I could stay out as late as I wanted. She didn't mind. But she asked me to go easy on the drink all the same. Keep your wits about you, she'd say. I kept on drinking, and before I knew it, some other fellow was taking Fiona to the pictures. And that was it. I was in me bedsit, living alone. That's really sad. You only had to hear it, love. And the poor bastard lived there. So, do you still drink? Not really. Try to stay off it these days. Not good for me mental health. My counsellor Anne used to call it self-medicating. Where's your family? My parents passed a long time ago. My sister before that. God rest them. And there's no one else to look after you? Anyone that ever helped me ended up regretting it. They're all gone now. Friends, cousins, jobs, flat, all gone. You know, you break with someone long enough and they just forget about you eventually. It's no one's fault. Come here, it's never too late to get back on track. Seriously, you have a second chance with this long-term home. Do your best not to waste it, won't you? We won't feel it. Good man. Oh, hey, by the way, are you still looking for Kevin? Yeah. Have you seen him? Yeah, just saw him about an hour ago and offered him some soup. He's okay, but he wasn't really compasmentous, if you know what I mean. Oh, Jesus, I'd, I'd better go see how he is. Where, where'd you say you saw him? Over by the central bank. Thanks, Fiona. I'll see you again soon, I hope. Good luck. See you, Christy. Kevin! Kevin! Uh, why? Kevin, stop him. Why? Jesus, I thought you were dead. Oh, Jesus, Kevin, what have you done to yourself? Leave him, man. He's grand. He isn't grand. He's barely alive. Look at him. Freeze to death out here. Come on, Kevin, come on, get up. We have a place for you to go tonight. Somewhere you'll get the help you need. Come on, son. I... I wish I could swim Like dolphins Like dolphins can swim Come on, Kev. <sighs> Nearly there. That's it, come on. How are you? Christy Doyle, is it? Yeah, that's right. Ah, uh, good. We've been expecting you. I'm sorry, but visitors must be prearranged. Your friend will have to come back tomorrow. Oh, oh, oh no, sorry. No, I, I'm not staying, love. I'm just dropping Christy here off. He's due to check in. Isn't that right, Christy? Yeah, he's due to enter the mental health rehabilitation programme. And drug addiction. 
Oh, I didn't see that, Miss Foyle. Trust me. Right, so, come on with us, Christy. Tommy, can you give me a hand? Hang on, can you give us a moment? Come here. Goodbye, Christy, son. Forget the help you need here. Where are we going? Just let them help you, will you? Well, Grant. That's it, Christy. You'll be all right once you get some rest and nourishment. Oh, OK, yeah. See you, Christy. Best of luck, Kevin. Nothing will drive us away. How we can be heroes just for one day. How we can be a 24 to 60, 80, 24. Have you another 20 cent? Oh, I thought I'd given you enough. Wait a sec. Come on, you made me count all that crap out. Do you have it or don't you? I'm looking. I'm looking. Just give me a sec. Oh, look, would you just come back when you have it all? I don't have time for this. Give yourself another customer in the place. What else would you be doing? Just hurry up, will ya? I have it. 20 cents. There you go. Finally. Do you want a bag for that? No, thanks. Probably couldn't afford it anyway. I said I used to live here. That was until the builders and the bankers and the politicians decided to screw me out of a home. Yeah. Just like they screwed you and every other decent Irish person out of a home. And look at... Look at the building hasn't even been touched. It's just a shell. It's worth more empty than full. I, I don't know. Oh, hey, hey, Pascal, I forgot to give you me keys. <coughs> Hiya! Take that, you bollocks. Bloody bankers and builders wrecking people's lives. Just, just sitting there and rest here for a minute. Go to the hostel after. Yeah. Christy, you're back. Angela, I was so worried. Are you okay? I'm fine, Christy. I always have been. You know that. Come, sit with me. Where's Mum and Dad? Dad's on his way home. Mum's inside making dinner. Come sit by the fire where it's warm. But I can't stay long, Angela. Dermot says we have to be back at the shelter soon. You'll always have a bed here. You know that, right? I know. Angela! Christopher! Your dinner! Oh, can you smell the roast? Oh, it's my favourite. I know. Take my hand, Christy. Let's go home. Lead the way, Angela. I'm with you. Excuse me, sir. You need to move on, please. Sir. Oh, God. Christy? Christy, Christy, can you hear me? Oh, Jesus. Three, five, Sierra to dispatch. 
Go ahead. Corner of Fitzwilliam Place and Leeson Street. I have an unresponsive male, mid-fifties, no pulse. Are you requesting an ambulance? No, it, it's too late for that. He's stone cold. Simon of Dublin. How are you? I'm Simon of Dublin. A beggar to you. Forgotten by many and remembered by few. My feet are in bits, all blistered and sore. I'll be glad of a bath and a bit of grub, what's more. I ended up homeless. Oh, the chances I blew. I ended up homeless. Those years really flew. Will you help me get started on that long road home? I'll be grand when I've rested, spruced up, hair combed. You see, I'm a child of God, a pearl from his string. And once I could laugh, and boy, could I sing. But now I'm on the scrap heap. Jesus, humanity can be cruel. I'm Simon of Dublin. I am somebody's child. Belong is a henchman production, written and directed by Fred O'Connor and Dahi McMahon. The drama was produced by Dahi McMahon and Ashling O'Connor, and recorded at Tin Pop Productions with sound by Sean Byrne. The role of Christy was played by Morgan C. Jones, with performances by Karen Scully, Ken Fletcher, Aveen McCann, Laura Kelly, Caroline Power and Fiek Kuntz. Selected musical pieces by Kevin MacLeod and funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with a television licence fee.